With All Wisdom podcast. My name is Derek Brown, and I am pastor and elder at Creekside Bible Church in Cupertino, California, and I'm here today with Cliff McManus, and he is pastor-teacher at Creekside Bible Church. We are both professors of theology at the Cornerstone Bible College and Seminary in Vallejo, California, that's just north of us, and today we want to talk about a topic that is not controversial at all. Actually, it's quite controversial, but you want to make sure to stay tuned because it is also very important. Uh, That topic is the Noahic Covenant and climate change. We want to talk about scripture, and we want to talk about a subject in the culture that has taken many people uh, by storm and taken people's thoughts captive, and we want to make sure to address that from the scripture. And So we're going to talk about the Noahic Covenant and climate change. But before we do, I want you to check out withallwisdom.org, where you will find a large and growing collection of audio and written resources, all written from the standpoint and perspective of God's the sufficiency of God's Word, all written in order to help you grow in your relationship with the Lord. Those resources are at withallwisdom.org, and we encourage you to check out that website today if you haven't already. And now I want to turn it over to you, Cliff, to talk about this important topic, the Noahic Covenant and climate change. Climate change is a big topic in the news today. It's been a big topic for a while now, and there's a lot of differing opinions But there does seem to be, even though there's differing opinions below the surface, there does seem to be one big narrative given by the mainstream media. And so I just want to turn it over to you to to kick it off, kick off this important topic. Yeah. In your introduction, you nailed it. You said something quite apropos. You don't even probably don't even realize it. You said that climate change was taking the world by storm or people by storm. Mm. What a beautiful way to say that. <laughs> I wasn't trying to Because that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Good. Well, I wasn't trying pun, to. Pun intended. I, <laughs> Climate change okay. is taking people by storm. And because it is, that's why I wanted to talk about it today. And the reason I wanted to talk about it was last week, recently we had the Hurricane Ian, was what they called mm-hmm. it, that ripped through the state of Florida, mm-hmm. as it came up the coast and literally went right across the middle of the state. Yeah. And then it went up north toward North Carolina and Virginia. And the news commentators and news pundits, uh, until, of course, everybody has their opinion of, of what's going on there. But last week on CNN, uh, just one of them, uh, Don Lemon, he's well-known commentator, and he's interviewing some weather expert. And basically, uh, Don Lemon of CNN declared to the world that Hurricane Ian was a result of man-made climate change. Wow. uh, Of global warming. And he's not the only one that said that. Uh, There were many other, including politicians. Hmm. They're blaming a hurricane, Mm -hmm. uh, this one hurricane, on climate change, global warming, man-made global warming, and then – it's immediately attached to some political cause mm-hmm. or agenda, mm-hmm. usually. So, uh, unfortunately, you know, a lot of uh, Americans, they hear that and they hear it so often, they just believe it. Oh, mm-hmm. it must be science. Because they always say, oh, the scientists tell us. The scientists tell us. They never tell us who those scientists are, but right. that sounds authoritative. Yeah. So, this uh, we have been brainwashed for probably the last 20, going on 30 years now, mm-hmm. that climate change, uh, global warming – is what it historically was called, is just settled fact. It's pure science, yeah. and we need to live accordingly and operate accordingly. Right. Um, so I'm watching this, and I'm thinking, that's a lie. That is not true. Yeah. Uh, the 
Hurricane Ian that ripped through Florida uh, was not caused by man-made global warming or man-made climate change. Um, it's This is just hysteria that uh, the, the news is uh, proclaiming for whatever reason, whatever their motives might be. Uh, and I, I just thought and stopped to think, thank God that I – I have a Bible and that I know the Bible and I, I know some of the most basic truths in the Bible. Right. And you and I have been recently talking about, and we've done it on more than one occasion, talking about the sufficiency of Scripture. Right. So we recently did a couple of podcasts on the sufficiency of Scripture in counseling, uh, and we've done that in other areas as well. So I was able to rest in the sufficiency of Scripture of God's Word last week when I heard on CNN say that a hurricane was caused by man-made global warming because mm-hmm. you drive a car that has gasoline in it, right. you're part of the problem. You're right. causing this problem. You need to drive an electric car so that hurricanes don't happen in Florida anymore. So right. that's a pretty heavy-duty guilt trip. It is. thrown on people. Absolutely. Um, and I knew just based from the Bible that, no, that's not true. Uh, that is a lie. And, and because the Bible's sufficient, God has communicated everything I need to know relative to this truth. Mm-hmm. And I immediately thought of one of God's covenants in the Bible, and mm-hmm. that was the Noahic covenant, actually the first covenant that God gave in the Bible and in the book of Genesis. And just if you look at a cursory overview of God's promise regarding Noah's covenant as a Christian and you believe the Bible, uh, then you would be protected from alarmist statements being yeah. made like that at yeah. CNN that, oh, no, God's word says this, and that is in complete conflict to what he just said on CNN. Mm-hmm. So which one is true? And as a Christian, I know what God said is true in Genesis. Right. Therefore, I can identify uh, a lie or just uh, human wisdom that's uh, inaccurate, and I can live and bask in the truth that God has given, and that gives me rest and peace. As Jesus said, know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Yeah. Um, first, you mentioned – you oh, mentioned ahead. I just you mentioned both the the piece of not being of uh, alarmed by it, but also not having any kind of false guilt upon your shoulders, yeah, because of the implications. Well, you drive a uh, a gas powered car, therefore you are part of the the problem. So that yeah. you the scripture and the truth of scripture relieves you also of that guilt. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, and so we First uh, Thessalonians, Paul said something similar to Jesus. He said, "Examine everything carefully." Uh, be discerning. Examine everything carefully that comes your way. Statements of supposed truth, ideologies, philosophies, um, doctrines. Examine everything carefully and hold fast to that which is good or true and abstain from every form of evil. Mm-hmm. And false statements are evil. Yeah. They're lies. Yeah. And we need to discard those, but, and we need to be discerning. And Paul says we need to use the Bible to discern with, examine everything carefully. So that's what I want to do is I just want to examine uh, one of the most prominent themes that we are inundated with today in our world and has been going on for decades is this idea of man-made global warming, man-made climate change, and that we as humans, we are responsible for it. We're creating the problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, The consequences are uh, imminent as to what's going to happen to the world, and we need to do something now and drastic about it. Um, and it's all coming from the same quarters primarily. I think uh, the most loud and vociferous on this issue are politicians with an agenda, mm-hmm. and then there's the liberal media that's kind of their echo chamber for whatever reason. But here, let me give you a couple other quotes from uh, well-known politicians recently, Derek, with this same theme. I want to get your comment. This was uh, from USA Today, well-known source, mm-hmm. January 22nd, 2019. So it was about three years ago. This is, uh, I think, leading up to the uh, uh, big – presidential election, Um, quote, 
from USA Today. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, quote, The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change, end quote. The world is going to end. So fast forward three years. So that means, according to uh, representative of the United States government, uh, the world is going to end in nine, nine years. years. We, got nine now, more years. we only have nine more years. Uh, that same news article from USA Today goes on to say, and really in support of her uh, accusation or whatever you want to call it, uh, USA Today goes on to say that in November of 2018, a 1,600-page report from the federal government, from your government, my government, uh, a 1,600-page report from the federal government said, which is kind of interesting, by the way, uh, the taxpayers probably paid for funding that research mm-hmm. to do that 1,600-page report. Uh, the 1,600-page report from the federal government said the climate is changing faster than at any other point in modern history, and the impacts are already being felt. So just your initial reaction to that, Derek, we only have nine years left, and the climate is changing uh, more exponentially and quicker than it ever has in the history of of the world. So with regard to um, Cortez's statement about having 12 years left, there's just simply no way of knowing that empirically. There's just there's no way one can possibly know that. As a Christian, we know that God is ultimately in charge of when time will end and when he will enact judgment upon this world and establish his kingdom and then eventually establish our eternal state. But God is in charge of that, and we don't hasten it by any kind of um, lack of attention to the climate or uh, attention to the, to the climate and what we're, we're doing. Um, so that statement is not only is it non-verifiable, but we know biblically that ultimately that God is the one who will end things. And so that, that it's just, it's foolish on the face of it. And then with regard to the second point, in terms of the climate changing in the last, they say, what do they say? The faster than it ever has mm-hmm. in the in modern period, this whole study of the change of temperature has only been monitored closely, you could say, for the last, I don't know, 200 some years. But then even beyond that, with actual rigorous scientific equipment in the last 100 years, and then even beyond that, the last 40 years with uh, satellite, uh, using satellites to to understand the, the temperature of, uh, of the Earth. And so there's simply no way of, of, of knowing in comparison to now how things have changed in terms of climate with any kind of precision compared to how it has been since the beginning of, of, of history. There, there's, there's no way of knowing that. So these, these kinds of claims are without basis, they're without uh, comparison, without data that we could have from all of, all of history. So it's, again, alarmist kind of language, and it doesn't actually hold up to, to fact. As, as many have actually shown, th- those kinds of statements are, are not legit. Yeah, you made a couple of great points there. Your first one that – so you got this politician who has a huge platform and a big megaphone to talk to the whole world, funded at the taxpayer's expense, right. uh, AOC as she is known, getting up there and just proclaiming as fact, as though she's a scientific expert, mm-hmm. the world is going to end in 12 years. Right. And people believe that 
uh, people are startled by that. They are unsettled by that. That affects them emotionally. It affects them every other conceivable way when they're buying into it. Oh, she's a well-known politician. She's an authority. She must know what she's talking about. Right. And the average person in the viewing audience, they don't know. They're just listening and they right. buy into it. Right. And, and unfortunately, there are a lot of Christians that, that uh, succumb to that as well. Right. And I, I know them. They're in our church. Uh, we have to shepherd them. They are alarmed. They're living fearfully. Is it true, Pastor Cliff, that the world's going to end in 12 years? Uh, and we have to comfort them and, and speak truth to them to, to deal with this mm-hmm. ongoing life. And you did that very thing. I'm not even talking about the Noahic covenant yet yeah, to right. find a solution, but you gave bibli- basic biblical truth right. to just expose what a lie that is. And that is – so she what she's saying is the world is going to end in 12 years, mm-hmm. or it might. Right. And we know for a fact – well, number one, it probably won't. And we do know for a fact from the Bible that it's not going to end the way that she's saying. Right, that's right. That's and that's what point. you referred right. to. We know the Bible, God has made it clear, we know how the world is going mm-hmm. to end. It it ends when God determines it the way he's prophesied it's right. going to end, and it's going to end with the glorious coming of the Lord Jesus right. Christ right. when he reigns uh, in glory on the earth. And then we go into the new heavens and the new earth. So we already know how the world is going to end. And that's why a Christian and having a Christian worldview can expose these things. Mm-hmm. And so many other people who don't know the Bible, they just fall prey to it. Right. It's very sad. Um, but going back to the CNN guy, oh, so he's debating with this scientist kind of in uh, Don Lemon, and, and he's saying, no, I, uh, I, I believe that. Uh, Hurricane Ian is the result of man-made global warming. I used to live in Florida, and and the hurricanes, they're just getting worse year by year because of man-made warming. I know it for a fact. And so this is what this news anchor Don Lemon is saying, hmm. uh, although he's not a scientist, mm-hmm. and he's making these dogmatic assertions. And he's getting the listening audience, including me, trying – his argument is that hurricanes are getting worse right. year by year yeah. because of man-made uh, global warming. So I did a little history search, so I just want to read these stats real quick. Uh, is it true, according to CNN, what they say, that uh, hurricanes are getting worse year by year and that Hurricane Ian was one of the worst we've ever seen in mm-hmm. the history mm-hmm. of humanity? Because that's basically what he was arguing. Right. We know that about 100 people died from Hurricane Ian, mm-hmm. which is sad. Yeah. But uh, in 1822, there was a hurricane in Bangladesh that killed 40,000 people. 40,000. Wow. When was that? 1822. Bangladesh. Wow. <laughs> That's a huge number. It is. 1780, Puerto Rico, hurricane, 25,000 people died. 25,000. You're kidding. 000. Like, no. these are massive numbers. I'm thinking the most recent ones haven't been even nearly that that amount. But Going back in time, 1780, China, mm-hmm. 100,000 in a hurricane. 100,000. So that, that is... That is mind-blowing. It really is, because is. you just don't hear those numbers nope. recently. Uh, here's one in America, 1775, just before uh, the year of independence. North Carolina had a hurricane. Over 4,000 people died. Mm. Hurricane Ian last week, 100 people. Mm-hmm. North Carolina, 1775, over 4,000 died. Going way back, uh, China in 957 A.D., this is you, – you can't blame this on fossil fuels being right. used in automobiles right. in 957 AD. Uh, China had a – apparently China has a lot of earthquakes or uh, hurricanes. Uh, China hurricane killed 10,000 people in 957 AD. Hmm. Uh, we haven't seen anything like this mm-hmm. in recent times. So Don Lemon doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, that's just not true. Historically, 
empirically, scientifically, right. and as a Christian, biblically. Right. Completely fallacious. So uh, here's a couple others. Uh, back in August 2019 uh, at the Democrat uh, presidential debates, when they had the whole panel of them up there, mm-hmm. we had Beto O'Rourke from Texas, Elizabeth Warren, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, mayor, mm-hmm. who's now in the Biden administration, yes, um, and a couple of others. They all agreed with this notion, uh, and I had a couple – few quotes here, but I had to kind of distill them all down. But they all agreed that the sci- – and they, this phrase was being used, the scientists tell us <laughs> that we only have 10 to 12 years left. So these, these are potentially uh, the next president of the United States right. of America saying this. Again, putting everybody in a panic. Yeah. Um, yet uh, where does all this come from? Well, recently, really, you can trace a lot of this uh, alarmist understanding regarding climate change and then global warming back to Al Gore, really, mm. who uh, bought into this stuff. He wrote a book in 1994 called Earth in the Balance, and it's he's proposing this idea of uh, global warming. And it was just when he just about became president, uh, vice president at that time. 1992, best-selling book, Earth in the Balance. If you go back and read it, 1992, that's what, 30 years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, it reads like a fantasy novel now. He wrote it as a nonfiction because he was making all these ridiculous predictions. If mm-hmm. we don't stop global warming, then basically the sky is going to fall and the world is going to be flooded because the uh, polar, the, the North Pole, all those ice caps on North and South, they're all going to melt. Yeah. And then all the water is just going to flood all over. He even said in uh, 2009 that the way things are going, uh, by 2015, New York City will be underwater entirely, 20 feet underwater. So in 2009, he predicted New York City would be flooded and underwater by 2015. So that was seven years ago. Uh, In biblical terms, we call that a false prophet. has anyone brought this up publicly? And uh, yes, if you go back and I mean, I remember the time when this all came out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when he said it, I thought it was ridiculous. And then 2015, then you had all kinds of conservatives uh, pointing out that uh, this didn't true. This isn't true. It okay. didn't happen. Okay. He's speaking falsehoods, which is in keeping with what he said in 1992 in his book, and then also his uh, Inconvenient Truth movie. Uh, but just making all these very dramatic claims mm-hmm. as a high-profile, authoritative politician. Yeah. Um, uh, that's causing a lot of uh, angst for people in living in their daily lives. Yeah. You know, you mentioned something earlier um, about truthhood, truth truth, and falsehood. And you might, someone might wonder, like, why are you Christians engaged in this issue of, of climate change and the claims that are being made? Uh, because as those who follow Jesus, who's the way, the truth, and the life, and God only, uh, a God who only speaks truth, and a God who hates lies, um, we know that a lie in any form, in any realm, in any area, a lie is always harmful. Yep. It's never good. It's always harmful. And so these kinds of lies are harmful. They will they will harm people. Yeah. And these are alarmists. Unfortunately, with the politicians, you can kind of trace, you know, uh, what maybe their motive is. Because usually with the politicians, like – uh, Al Gore and other politicians, there's a political agenda attached right. to these. Right. And the idea is to create create instability, um, uh, fear really mm-hmm. is what they're trying to create. So that if you can create fear among the masses and the people, then you can create a dependence. Right. 
and they become dependent upon you. Right. You're creating the scenario that the world is going to end, and then at the same time, you're offering the solution. I have the answer. I have the solution. I can save you. You scare them to death, and then you offer the solution. I can save you, so just give me more money mm-hmm. so I can fix the problem, mm-hmm. and then vote for me. Mm-hmm. Give me power. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how the politicians do it, this alarmist approach to instill fear in order to take control of the masses. And that's always, that's nothing new. Uh, politicians yeah. have always been doing this. Uh, alarmists have always been out there. Yeah. Jesus warned us of alarmists in Matthew 24. Mm-hmm. He said, watch out, beware, there are false Christs, and they will cry out. Uh, this alarmist kind of statement mm-hmm. to create fear. Jeremiah did the same thing in his day in 500 BC. Watch out for false prophets and others who are saying things, uh, whether it's peace, peace, when there is no peace, right. or just the opposite. Right. Uh, doom, doom, and there's no doom. So mm-hmm. uh, that's just basic human manipulation mm-hmm. where people try to amass power unto themselves. So we, as Christians, we need to be discerning of that as well. Uh, just another comment on this. Uh the uh, going back to Al Gore, one of his uh, basic assertions or themes that people have bought into is global warming. What does it come from? Well, carbon dioxide is one of the main culprits. Mm-hmm. We're told carbon dioxide. Yeah. So when I started hearing this in the 1990s, I thought, no, wait, carbon dioxide. Right. Uh, when I was in fourth grade and fifth grade, growing up in my school in basic science class, I was told by all my teachers, even through high school, that carbon dioxide was it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. And it was a natural thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, right. Uh, I thought carbon dioxide was what plants use mm-hmm. to reproduce and feed themselves. I thought carbon dioxide was the basic thing that comes out of human beings. I thought that's what we breathe. You could say it's essential to our ecosystem. That's what I was always taught. <laughs> that's, that's what, what I, I always believe. Right. So I always believed carbon dioxide was a natural thing made by God. It's how we function. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, the whole process of photosynthesis mm-hmm. is contingent upon carbon dioxide right. uh, because that's how green plants live and survive. You could yeah. really say that uh, carbon dioxide is part of plant food. Yeah. So they, photosynthesis, they get their uh, – if, if you're listening to this and you don't know what photosynthesis is, then you got a defective uh, education. I'm sorry because <laughs> this was just basic where I went to school. Yeah. And uh, photosynthesis is when a plant first takes in – Light from the sun, mm. energy, which is the most basic uh, life-saving uh, element that there is, is energy. So uh, plants take in the sun from the energy, and then there's a conversion that goes on with the molecules there. Uh, and then the next step that happens is uh, the plants use carbon dioxide. And from that, from the energy from the sun that they take in um, – then and also in combination with the carbon dioxide is they produce glucose, which is just basic to their carbohydrates, and that's how they, that's their food, mm. and that's how they live. And then plants produce their stuff, and they impart that to humans. And then we eat that's we eat the greens and the veggies and the fruits and the vegetables, and that's how we survive. So mm. this is carbon dioxide is just a just a fundamental component right. to life right. for everybody. Uh, and then I was always, my teachers always told me that as human beings, did you know that you exhale carbon dioxide naturally, mm-hmm. and that that's good for your plants? And so I used to grow plants when I was in elementary school, and I used to breathe on my plants because <laughs> I wanted them to get lots of food. It makes sense. Yes, it makes sense. So you can imagine to my surprise when uh, Al Gore starts saying that uh, carbon dioxide is bad; it's not natural. We need to cut back on it. And as a matter of fact, they came up with this, Derek. They began to say that CO2, carbon dioxide, is a toxin, quote. Right. 
right. Toxin. Or a pollutant, I've heard. Yeah, a pollutant, mm-hmm. but also a toxin. A toxin, okay. Um, which you look in the dictionary, it means poison. Um, I have an encyclopedia from the 1970s on carbon dioxide, and it literally says, after describing carbon dioxide, it is not a poison. Mm. <laughs> so that's, what, that's the 1970s. Now we're told that carbon dioxide is a poison. Mm. Um, and the reason people buy into this when it's just fundamental basic science and they're just turning it on its head is I think a lot of people confuse carbon dioxide with carbon monoxide. monoxide yeah, yeah. Which comes out Which of the is, back of your car. Right. It can kill you. Yeah, it sure can. When you're in your garage. Yep. Yep. And you have too much of it. So uh, so there's a lot of ignorance there. There's a lot of misinformation. Uh, the next time – so just you know, warning our Christian listeners, you know, be discerning, be on the lookout, be listening, be careful and discerning the next time you watch uh, the news, whatever mm-hmm. channel you're on. If you read the news uh, on your computer, on the internet – uh, be looking for this alarmist, sensationalist uh, cry of the world is going to end because of global warming or now climate change. If we don't do something, right. if we don't go to electric cars completely and totally by 2035, it's right. all over, right. 2050. Uh, just remember, that's a lie. It's unscientific. Uh, there's a an illegitimate motive behind that. And for me as a Christian, the most of all, it's just completely unbiblical yeah. because we know how the world is going to end because yeah. God has already told us that. Yeah. And we'll also, as we, in our next episode, we'll talk specifically about the Noahic covenant because God's going to say some specific words, even in uh, uh, Genesis chapter eight, that, that we have reference to and direct bearing on this question of, of climate change. And so when we come back uh, for our second part of this discussion on the Noahic Covenant and climate change, we're actually going to look at the Bible, and I think, Cliff, you're going to show us where this the Bible addresses this very issue. And so we look forward to that. We thank you for tuning in to this episode of the With All Wisdom podcast. Please check out withallwisdom.org, where you'll find more podcasts, more articles that are all rooted in God's Word, uh, aimed to help you grow in your relationship with Christ, aimed to help you discern what's going on in the world, discern between truth and error, so that you can embrace what is true and good and reject what is evil. And until next time, keep seeking the Lord and His Word.